you're listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Aquarius season in 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an artist, an astrologer, and a somatic intuitive. In these audio horoscopes, I'll outline what I perceive as the main areas of focus for each sign in the month ahead and give you creative, embodied, and practical suggestions for working with this season's biggest opportunities and challenges. Remember that horoscopes describe general energies and it's up to you to get specific. Listen with your intuition on and your mind open. Take what works, leave the rest. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you what your sign is. It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign is determined by the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. To learn more about what's coming up in the next 30 days and the major themes of 2020 in general, make sure to listen to Freedom from the Known, the Embodied Astrology episode for Aquarius season. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can scribe... If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month and receive access to an extended monthly forecast and printable astro journal that gives you detailed day-by-day breakdowns of the planetary aspects and lunar cycles and suggestions for how to work effectively with their energy. Subscribers also get discounts on year-ahead birthday reports, online classes, live events, and Embodied Astrology Basics handbooks. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. I know how helpful astrology can be for making sense out of the world, and it's important to me to keep this work financially accessible, especially during these crazy times in the world. If this work benefits you in your life, please support me to continue making it. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going, and side note, recurring monthly donations get you access to the awesome subscriber content. The number one way you can support this work is to share it. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Astrology. Thank you so much for your support. I truly, truly appreciate it. I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I will be right back with your horoscope. Scorpio, welcome to Aquarius season. We have arrived. Aquarius is often a sign that's associated with the new, with um, a kind of breakthrough and a um, rebellion or rejection of the old way and (laughs) claiming of the new way. And a lot of what I'm feeling um, as I check in with the charts for Aquarius season is this kind of radical shift feeling. And it's a shift that doesn't just come out of nowhere. Um, this sense of a breakthrough is a long process. There's been probably the last 10 years, if not more, um, of a, a process that has been leading up to this moment. And for you, the feeling that I get is that this process has largely been in your mind and in your um, kind of interpretation 
of, of what's happening in the world and the way that you make sense of things to yourself and how you organize information and prioritize your energy and your attention. And over the last decade, you've been learning something about your capacity for intensity and fixation. And this is something that Scorpio is really known for, intensity and fixation. And this is a strength that you have, and it's also a weakness. And in the last decade, I think you've been learning something about the weakness when you get fixated on something and you get really intense about something, but that fixation ends up being a kind of black hole for your mind that it can close you off to life, wanting to stream in from all kinds of other directions. Um, And for some of you, for many of you, you've been um, reaping the benefits of your focus and fixation and intensity for sure. You've been finding ways to um, kind of go for what you want, you know, with with a gusto. And I think you're also reaching a kind of point where you're recognizing that there's time and space for intensity and fixation, but it doesn't have to be all the time or all the space. And you are ready for a kind of a new experience. And the experience that I think you're ready for is one that allows you to to spread out a little bit. And to let the fixations that you have or the intensity that you have be directed in a pointed way towards what is generative and what is joyful and enjoyable. Um, But you want to start to clear out the fixations and intensity um, where it's not generative and where it's not joyful. And as you come into Aquarius season, there's more and more emphasis on foundation, on a sense of groundedness, and on developing or cultivating um, a kind of a bird's eye view, like an objective awareness of your life and everything else that's happening around you and in the world. And in that objectivity, um, you can put some things down. You can go, oh, okay, this thing matters. That thing doesn't matter so much. Because what you want is to feel steady. You want to feel relaxed. You want to feel at ease in your life. And you want to feel like you have um, a a real kind of connection to what I'm going to call anchor or ground or even home. And that could be literal, like, you know, you want to clear out space so you can spend more time at home. But I think it's in a lot of ways bigger than that. And it's maybe more of a metaphor that you are feeling like you can come home to yourself in a different way that you can relax and spread out. And that there's a lot of things that might matter now to you that didn't matter before. And that what does matter now is helping you expand your orientation, get less intense, but also get more clear about how to direct your intensity when and where it actually does something for you. And these are the big themes of Aquarius season is a kind of reorientation of your energy. Now, throughout Aquarius season, there are a couple of things that are happening with the planets that are pretty important. So the first thing that's happening is that we'll begin uh, the first of three Mercury retrogrades in 2020. 
This Mercury retrograde occurs in the sign Pisces, and it has three parts to it. So the first part is the first shadow phase, and this is when Mercury is traveling direct over the terrain that it will retrograde over. The second part of Mercury retrograde is the actual retrograde when the planet appears to be moving backwards in the sky. And then the third part is another shadow period when Mercury is direct, but it is then uh, regaining the ground that it lost in the retrograde. So the first shadow period begins on February 3rd. Mercury is retrograde from March 5th through March 16th, and the second shadow period is March 16th through March 30th. Mercury, when it's retrograde, is a symbol of the mental, linguistic, communicative energy um, turning in on itself or moving backwards. Now, you might remember that just a moment ago I was talking about, I feel like you have been really um, going through a process with your mind. So Mercury is very much a symbol of the mind, and the process that you've been going through is definitely related to Mercury's function within the chart. This retrograde is going to help you clarify where and how you want to direct your fixation and intensity and how you want to be using your mind. Now, it's really important right now that you have an outlet for um, your mental activity, which I think can definitely be a more penetrating and intense or fixated kind of activity. If you are a creative person, that means that you... Um, like to spend your time <laughs> losing track of time and enjoying yourself in some way and expressing yourself in some way that feels playful, that feels enjoyable, that's creative energy. Um, this Mercury retrograde is awesome for you and it really wants to help you um, kind of get into more of an immediate, attuned, intuitive space with your creative uh, explorations and your offerings. If you are a parent um, and you know your your kids are a creative project, it's like they embody the creative energy, right? It's like present moment, want to play, losing track of time. Children are a great embodiment of that, at least for a while. Um, th then there may be some kind of process you're going around with children um, in your life. Now, the process of Mercury retrograde traveling through Pisces is a process of letting go of what's known and opening to the unknown. And what's being asked from you is that you, um, again, get more relaxed, release your intensity, release your focus, and figure out how to apply your energy and your strength to um, the, the, the pathways or the channels that you have with the unknown. And so this means your intuition. It also means your capacity for empathy. You want to work in a disciplined fashion um, with a lot of commitment and a fair amount of intensity to soften your mind, to connect with a liminal space, to have faith. And so this balance point between discipline and intensity and softening and intuition is the theme for your Mercury retrograde. There is energy that wants to open up for you in terms of how you are kind of living your life in general, expressing your vitality, um, expressing yourself creatively, how you can meet the energy of your children or of young people around you in the world. 
there's work for you here. There's something that's exciting for you here. There's a lot of opening in these realms. And Mercury retrograde is a time when you are reflecting on those openings and when you're wanting to get in tune with your more inner impulses and away from um, the kind of more logical, straightforward narratives that come in from your frontal lobe. All right, so now from February 7th through March 16th, Venus will transit Aries. Wherever Venus travels, it brings love, magnetism, abundance, and attraction. Venus is traveling through a part of your chart that has a lot to do with responsibilities and your day-to-day kind of mundane reality, your jobs, your chores, and your health. Venus wants to help you initiate and determine for yourself how you want to be using your energy. I've mentioned in previous horoscopes that you are um, in the last year or so beginning a nine-year process of reinventing your life in a lot of ways. You want to reshape it to to look um, probably nothing like it does now, but to really understand yourself in a different role. Um, And Venus is is part of this process. So Venus in Aries from February 7th through March 16th is encouraging you to do what you love, to spend time and energy engaging with your passion, with the places where you want to self-determine, feel your own strength, your own power, and your own initiation. Mars will transit Capricorn from February 16th through March 31st. At the beginning of the horoscope, when I was talking about this process you've been in with your mind and your attention and your priorities, I was talking about the energy of Capricorn. Mars in this part of your chart brings energy, force, power, heat, and drive. It can also bring passion. It can also bring aggression. Mars in Capricorn is a time when you want to be very aware of the tendencies of your mind to get fixated and for you in your mental activity and the way that you speak to yourself but also in how you use language with others to be domineering or authoritative. These are qualities that you want to let go of so you um, can be discerning. There are moments when it's totally necessary and appropriate for you to be authoritative and very decisive or clear. The the dominant kind of um, like squeezing intense force that could be a potential with this transit is not ideal. So um, I'm thinking of a, a phrase in a Rumi poem that says, I've finally gotten free of this ignorant fist that was twisting um, my secret self. So it's this kind of feeling. I can't remember now if I thought of that in Capricorn's horoscope for you too. I think I might have. Um, it's this kind of feeling that you want to like relax your brain, relax the parts of your mind that like to grip and like to control. And with Mars in this part of your chart, what you can do is you can energize your communications. You can energize your um, internal narrative to prioritize freedom. And what this could look like for you um, is that the way that you speak to yourself is noticing when you're fixating, noticing when you're getting really gripped on something, and then you tell yourself, I want freedom. That, that gripping or that intensity does not feel good right now. Again, you want to learn to direct your intensity and you want to direct it towards what is enjoyable and what feels creative and what feels like the present moment. If you get gripped on stuff that's taking you away from that, you want to back off. 
get more relaxed. Um, when it comes to your communications with others, you want to be really clear about your priorities. Try and practice active listening, um, but don't as much as you can, don't engage with conflict. And if there is conflict that arises, do your best to be very clean and very clear with your interaction. Don't get involved with power plays. Don't be manipulative. Uh, don't be shady. If other people are being like that, be really clear with your boundaries. Don't stand for it. There's a couple of important lunations this month. We'll have a new moon on January 24th at four degrees of Aquarius. The new moon is always a great time to check in with intentions for the upcoming 12 months from this new moon in Aquarius to next year's new moon in Aquarius. Aquarius is this sense of freedom and this opening up in terms of your kind of basic stance in life. This is also the idea of home for you, home and family. I want to encourage you to think about intentions that you have for roots, for foundations, for solidity, and for community. Who do you want to be around? What kind of energy do you want to call in? How can you participate in those spaces and with those people? Look at your natal chart if you have planets or points around four Aquarius. These planets are going to be especially implied with the energy of this new moon. On February 8th and 9th, depending on your time zone, we'll have a full moon in Leo. The full moon is always in opposition between the sun and the moon. The sun will be at 20 degrees Aquarius and the moon is at 20 degrees of Leo. So again, check your natal chart if you have planets or points around 20 Aquarius or Leo. These energies are also implied within what the full moon is bringing. Now the full moon feels like a time for you to really kind of show yourself in some way. Again, creative energy is implied. So for those of you who are artists or who are creative practitioners in your life in some way, um, whatever it is that you've been working on, it's like it's you're really starting to gain traction with something. Um, I want to encourage you to have confidence, to have courage, to put yourself out into the world. If that doesn't necessarily resonate with you, then this full moon is a time to really appreciate what it is that you uniquely bring into the world. And of course, we've got billions of people on the planet. No one is that special, but everybody is very unique. Nobody has a perspective that you have. Nobody has the particular skill set that you have. So let this full moon be a time for you to affirm your value in the world, what you bring that is special and that is different, and to enjoy it and also to amplify it, elevate it, get it out there. Make sure to check in with me at Embodied Astrology on Instagram or your inboxes if you're signed up for my free newsletter. I send out lunar attunements, which are simple practices or meditations and ways to connect with the lunar energy. Hope this horoscope is helpful for you. I am wishing you all the best in Aquarius season and beyond. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now. <music>